What is going on, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the Mitch Grace Show. Thank you very much for listening. Hey, make sure you subscribe to the podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast, The Mitch Grace Show. You obviously know that because you're listening, but we need you to get all of your friends, families, anyone you know or don't know, tell them to subscribe to the show, check us out, help us spread the inspiration around. Okay, um, we've got some really cool stuff happening. Great show for you today. Great topic. Hopefully it will inspire you a little bit. Uh, This time of year, if it does, make sure you share it. Like us on social media, M Gray Media, M-G-R-A-Y Media, and uh, follow along there. Uh, Working on some new music projects. I think I told you about that in one of the last episodes. Uh, Got a new album we're trying to finish up by the end of the year called The Legacy Album. And then we'll be working on a new full band album uh, after the first of the year. Also trying to finish up my new book, The Gathering Place, uh, hoping to have it out, uh, finished up by the end of the year and out to you as soon as possible. So uh, yeah, please help us uh, spread the word and help us get some inspiration and love and encouragement out in the world. So anyone you know that loves this stuff or needs some inspiration, make sure you let them know we exist And that would be epic. Okay, Um, we're in the middle of a series called The Life Tree. The Life Tree. And I told you on one uh, one episode the other day, in fact, it was the last Life Tree episode, um, that I would love to come to your city, wherever you live, and offer a teaching or two on the Life Tree, come to your place of work, whatever. So make sure you contact us. Uh, through social media or email, you can check out the website, MitchGrade.me, uh, to contact us there as well. We would love to set something up to come to your city and teach on the life tree um, and help inspire your community, your tribe, your place, and how we can better function together. So make sure you contact us to get that set up. Okay, so this is the Life Tree Chapter 4, the Life Tree Chapter 4, the story of the Great Pep Rally. Yes, the Life Tree Chapter 4, the story of the Great Pep Rally. So I remember being a kid, and I grew up in a small town in Oklahoma, maybe a thousand people or so. And I remember one of the coolest things as a kid in elementary school, one of the coolest things that we always got to do on Fridays was to walk over to the high school gym and to attend the pep rally that was to get everyone pumped up for the game on Friday night. That to me was one of the coolest things to ever do uh, as a kid. And then I remember... uh, getting into fifth grade, fifth and sixth grade. And in fifth grade, we got to uh, choose to be in the band. And so I remember being in the band and once a year or so, the band director would let us go play with the high school band at the pep rally. And that was the most awesome thing. And then I remember being in seventh grade. And in seventh grade, you if you were good enough, you got to, which really, there weren't so many of us. So they kind of took all of us that played an, an instrument. But you got to uh, march in the marching band. Because in seventh grade, you were a part of the high school band. And man, was it awesome to be in, in the high school band 
And to be the people that got all of the students pumped up and played the music. And I can still remember the songs. And if I pulled out a trombone, I could probably still play them some 30 years later. Oh, it was awesome to go to the pep rally every Friday and see, you know, the high school football team in their jerseys and to hear the excitement, even in small town America, the energy that was there and the unity that existed and the excitement that was going on and no one was being mean to each other or talking smack to each other. Instead, we were all coming together for one cause and it was Friday night lights and it was high school football and your juices still to this day get to going, you know? And it was just one of those things. And then as the high school football player, you got to be a part of that. Or as the high school basketball player or whatever, you got to be the one that was at the court wearing the jersey and having the fun. But it was just really cool to grow up in that atmosphere and witness moments in life that people came together for one purpose, for one cause, with one energy and one voice and one effort. And we were there saying as students, we support you. And then as players to hear those students say, we support you. And then to go out into the field or onto the field or onto the court or whatever and perform, knowing you had this whole community of people behind you supporting you, coming together. The Life Tree Chapter 4, the story of the great pep rally, the gathering. I often wonder what it would be like if we could live life as the pep rally. If instead of criticizing each other and looking down on each other, or more importantly, instead of criticizing ourselves and setting all these unrealistic expectations, you know what? The great pep rally was interesting because no one ever said, okay, football team, we will only support you if you go win the game. No. What we said was, we support you. Win, lose, or draw. We support you because you're our guys wearing our school colors, representing our school. We support you. I often wonder what it would be like if we could all take the perspective of the great pep rally. If at your workplace, everyone supported each other, win, lose, or draw, no matter what, because you knew that you represent each other. The great pep rally. There are moments in life that we gather, but there are fewer moments in life that we gather in unity. Yet, I believe that one of the greatest values in life is gathering in unity. And brothers and sisters, it's not that difficult. We do it, even when we don't realize it. At the great pep rally as a kid, I never wondered if the person next to me was gay or straight. 
I never wondered if the person next to me was Muslim or Christian. I never wondered if the person next to me was atheist or uneducated. I never wondered if the person next to me had a PhD or a high school uh, diploma. I never wondered if the person next to me was homeless or the millionaire, millionaire in the mansion. You know why? Because it didn't matter. You know why? Because all that mattered was the pep rally and the excitement and the energy and the support and the love and the unity. That is all that mattered. And guess what, friends? It's still all that matters. All this other stuff that we bring up and worry about is so trivial that it's laughable. It's so unbelievably disregard. It's just there are things that we should disregard because all that really matters is the energy and the love and the support and the and the and the and the things that we give into each other, breathing life into each other. That is what matters, not our differences. Our differences don't matter. You know why? Because, brothers and sisters, we better have differences in life because we're all individual people. And we all have an individual perspective because there is only one of us. There will never be another one of us. There never has been one of us. There is only now each one of us. So we are vastly more different than we are common when it comes to perspective. But when it comes to humanity, when it comes to simply being people, we have way more in common than we do different. And that is what matters. The commonalities are we all want to be loved and accepted. The commonalities are we all want to be a part of something greater than ourselves. The commonalities are we all have fears and we all have confidences. The commonalities are we all wonder what's next and regret some things that we've done. The commonalities are way more than the differences. And really, the differences don't matter. In fact, oftentimes, the differences are what make us common. I believe that when we're talking about the life tree, the story of the great pep rally, the gathering, I believe there are three great callings of humanity. Three great callings of humanity. First, and possibly the greatest, is that, friends, we all walk in love. Not hate. Not condemnation. Not judgment. Love. And love says this. Love says, I am always here for you no matter what you do or what you've done or what you will do. Love says that while you may have hurt me, I'm still here for you. Love says that I don't understand you or agree with you, but that doesn't matter because we're going to get to know each other. Love says that I will give you the last of what I have to make sure that your life is the best that it can be. Love says that no matter what, we are in this together. That is what love says. And love also says 
that because I love you no matter what, if you do something that is against love, I will be strong enough to tell you in love that what you did is not who we are meant to be. That is love. And our greatest calling as humans is to walk in love. Here's what else love says. Love says that I will take care of the earth and the environment around me. Love says that I will take care of all other living creatures because I respect and value life. Love says that I will give of myself to better the universe that I am within. That is the greatest calling. Secondly, of the three great callings of humanity, to live in unity. To live in unity. After the great pep rally, we would go to the football game on Friday nights usually. And at the football game, it was interesting Most athletic events, especially team-oriented events, are very beautiful to watch when the team is acting in unity, yet very ugly to watch when the team is fighting against each other or when someone is not doing their job. Much like athletic events and team-oriented activities, one of the greatest things that we can do as humanity is to live in unity. Unity has nothing to do with agreement. Unity has nothing to do with agreement. Unity says that you believe what you believe, and I believe what I believe, but we are going to walk together and strive to understand each other and know that our differences are less than our commonalities, and both of those are going to make the world a great place to live. Because unity supersedes any disagreement that we may have. Unity instead looks out for the betterment of others. And so oftentimes when I'm striving to live in unity with other people, I have to set aside my desire and my beliefs for the betterment of the whole. The problem is when you see dysfunction and when you see disunity, when you dig down deeper, what you will find is selfish people not willing to walk in love and in sacrifice. In other words, all they care about are themselves and their opinions and their thoughts and their ideas, and they're not willing to look out for the betterment of the whole. That is why in the political and the religious arena, when I hear people say, I am about bringing people together, my first question is, what are you willing to give up? Because in order to bring people together, we must be willing to sacrifice. And you see this on Friday nights in a football game. You see the player that is willing to give up some statistics or opportunities for the betterment of the team. You see the player that is willing to change positions and play a position they may not enjoy for the betterment of the team. You see coaches work together. 
and sacrifice their thoughts and ideas for the betterment of the team. And when you see a team or an organization or a workplace situation or political leaders or religious leaders, when you see leadership working together in that way, you will see an organization or a team or a church or a gathering of people that are truly developing unity. Unity calls me to be less of myself and more of the whole. The question remains, are we really willing to live in unity? And you see this especially in politics. You hear all this garbage and all these people talking noise about how they want unity and they want people to come together. The problem is they're not willing to set aside anything for unity to develop. And so we see dysfunction. And we see displacement. And we see people making decisions that they should never make. Because really, when it boils down to it, they are not willing at all to walk in unity. Lastly, of the three greatest callings of humanity, we are here to serve one another. I call it washing the feet of others. One of the greatest things that you can do in life is to humble yourself and serve another person. So we're recording this podcast in the month of December. And this is a time that you see people, really we call it the season of giving, but what it's become because of consumerism and capitalism is the season of getting. And what I would like to offer is that maybe we make this season more about service. Instead of buying gifts this year, maybe we go out and use that money to feed the hungry. Instead of maybe making Christmas lists, we do online fundraisers where we raise money to give to a charity that is helping change the world and helping the needy. That maybe we start shifting our focus from inward to outward and from from making sure that I've got all the luxuries in life to making sure that my brother and my sister has the necessities of life. Serving one another, doing what I can to make sure that my brother and my sister has everything that they need in their life. Service. It's the greatest life we can live. And if we're going together at the great pep rally, if we're going to let the marching band play the cool music and we're going to let the football players play the fun games and we're all going to cheer and to laugh and to, and, and, to, and to be together for one cause, one purpose, then we must walk in love and we must live in unity and we must serve one another. Brothers and sisters, the great pep rally is not that far-fetched. It's just a matter of if we really want it or if we're just talking a bunch of noise. The Life Tree, Chapter 4, Gathering. Do you really want to see humanity together? Or are you just talking noise? Do you really want to see 
redemption take place? Or are you just talking noise? That is the $64 million question. And remember, brothers and sisters, the proof is found in the fruit of your labor. So don't go talking a bunch of noise how you want unity and love and peace and equality. Yet you aren't willing to sacrifice the necessary things to travel that path. The greatest callings of humanity are what will bring us together. Drop the differences, focus on the commonalities, and may we gather for the great pep rally. Hey, and maybe we'll get a good game as well. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, brothers and sisters. Go check out the music, MitchGray.me, or anywhere you buy music. We'd love for you to download our newest album, Diamonds and Whiskey. And uh, yeah, tell somebody about us. We're just having some fun. Hopefully we will see you in your city soon. And uh, if you'd like us to come there, then make sure you contact us at MitchGray.me. Have a great day, brothers and sisters. I pray nothing but blessings and peace on you today. Hey, and go out and do something to serve somebody. We'll see you next time.